The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Fumi. And it's Mike. Our next Hack City Comedy Show is happening March 18th, 8 o'clock at Canal Street Market. And our next Asian Not Asian Live podcast recording is happening March 26th at the same location, 8 p.m. Visit AsianNotAsianPod.com for tickets. See you there. The Asian um, Avengers. So weak. The Asian <laughs> Avengers. So weak. So, so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. And quick shout out to our network, Listening Party and Canal Street Market. Check out those guys on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Also, if you're listening to this on your phones right now, please take a screenshot and post it on Instagram stories. Tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod and put a little cute uh, anime gif in there. That's always, that's always a solid one. Yeah. And um, Mike, it's good to have you back in the lab, man. Back in the lab. You were gone. Daddy's back. Daddy's back. Okay, I've been. You know when you know when uh, when the teacher leaves and the and the substitute teacher comes in and then then like the kids are real bad. And yeah. The substitute teacher's like, I'm gonna tell the tell your yeah, you know yeah, teacher. Yeah. yeah. And then like the teacher comes, comes back, back and is like, oh, I heard the report, <laughs> and boy, am I pissed off. <laughs> and then like makes you like I don't know do something terrible. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Know, Write sentences or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. What did the substitute say? Yes. <laughs> My it's funny. I was I was talking to my friend James, and James was like, "Mike, you gotta listen to this uh, to the the sex episode that you're not in." <laughs> it's so good for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So much better. No. He was just like, "No, man, I need I you know I need your take on all these things and blah blah blah." <laughs> and I was like, "I'm in there, okay? I'm in there." Yeah, I like to call this segment Asian comedian reacts to Asian comedians talking about sex. <laughs> Because it was a sex episode, so for people who don't know, mm-hmm. um, definitely take a lesson. It's, it's the it's a sex episode. I don't which ep- I don't know which episode number it is. Yeah, it's like um, 104 or 104, 105. But like it's with S J and with Woody yeah. Fu, and um, it's called the Penis Devil. Uh, and it's um, so I'm not in that one. And they have they, you guys talk about a bunch of stuff, which mm-hmm. which is good stuff. So the first one is about balding. And I can't even believe that hair you loss. think you are bald, all hair loss. Excuse well, me. I, I, w- I went into the whole thing about how my girlfriend called me right. and now I can't stop thinking about it. So that's the thing is it uh, all this stuff. We were just talking about this an, another related issue like before we start recording. And a lot of this is just like anxiety driven. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it's sort of like who cares if you're, you know, have hair or not. Right. But it's like who. But I care about other people caring. Right, that's the uh, thing. But, but with hair, but that's that, I like my hair. Sure, kind of like how you like hats. Yeah, no, like I the get way it. I style my hair is like part, of, part of my personality. You but know? but but you, your source of anxiety was that your is that Maria looks up before yeah, she hugs yeah, you, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. the triggering <laughs> thing. So I get that. Yeah, I yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Me, you know, um, but you have your your hair is so fucking thick, bro. It's like, dude, but it's I, wild. I'll show you some pictures later. I'll, I'll show you guys some pictures, some bird eye pictures, dude. It's, it's oh, wild. bird eye. <laughs> What's the crown? That's not fair though, because it's like, crown. It, did you have a flash? Yeah, you gotta have the flash. Because that's the thing is that like with a flash though, it like it'll like penetrate through everything, and it's I, not I the wanted, same thing. I want it to penetrate though. I want to see what it looks like worst case scenario. No, but like you know, I mean, I think even a very thick 
person with no hair loss if you did it a certain way with the flash oh really like real close well that makes me feel a little better you know but it's crazy. i mean i I, li- I use rogaine isn't that crazy you do i, I li- i'm not i'm joking i use it i use it oh. it's not really working i don't think but well because you're not losing hair bro i, I really like i every day or like once a month i'll take a picture and i'm like this just looks the same so is it like uh it's a it foam oh and you yeah. like rub it into your head yeah you just rub it into your scalp but it's like i don't the, the most expe- effective method is the pill, and I and I talked about it. Oh, you talked about it. hurting my balls. Nads hurt. Okay. Yeah, so I stopped. Just doing accept it. that you're ugly, bro. That's, me. <laughs> That's what I did. I, you know what I'm saying? I okay. just accepted how weird I look. Okay. And uh, and it's been going fucking yeah. gangbusters. Well, you, you did the uh, what Eshay calls a life cat. Well, life hat. Oh, the life hack. Yes, yes. That, which is a hat. I do. <laughs> I um, <laughs> me and my grandpa, who is a near death <laughs> because he is so old. Yeah. We he and I we have swear to God. Same skull. Yeah. Okay. Well, when I die, and if you put our, his skull and my skull next to each other, they'll be like, oh, these two twins here yeah, yeah, were yeah. like, you know, lived 100 years apart. But um, we all, we always wear the same. We, we like exchange hats. He's, he's, he's bald and he's like, he's like kind of bedridden now. Yeah. So like when I'm not wearing my hat, I put it on his head. So he's got a Supreme hat. Supreme yeah, he's going to put on Supreme hat, <laughs> you know, and I'll put on the hat that like helps with circulation. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I can't even believe that you somehow made this happen, is that, <laughs> that you somehow made out with a chick. Yeah. And <laughs> You can't believe I would do that? No, no, no. Just <laughs> no, 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 years no, old. No, 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 no. I can't believe that, that somebody made it happen with you. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so many questions. First, I think it's hilarious that you made out with her, but then also wanted to have an Asian American 101 session right there with her, like a discussion, just like, what's it like? Just like making out with her, you know? <laughs> just like, just tonguing her down and just be like, so what do you think about being Asian? Like, you we were talking about how I was not unsatisfied. I was surprised that as I was flirting with her in the courting process, we never talked about being Asian. And that surprised me. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> that, that First was, of all, that's the premise. That's another thing. Courting process? <laughs> Did you go over there on like a fucking horse and shit? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Is the lady of the house available for a quick makeout session? Perhaps a perhaps a little bit of boob grab. You're not a fucking aristocrat. You found Yo. you made you made out with her at Niagara. Yeah. In front of that smelly yeah. bathroom. Yeah. I know which one you're talking yeah, about. So the courting was like, oh, I think you're cute. <laughs> you that was the courting process. Hey, nice boobs. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But uh, I think it's funny that you, yeah, I'm, and, and that you that you talk that you th- that you thought that maybe was like a young person thing that they wouldn't talk. It's because you're just making. There's no time to talk about Asian stuff when you're like making out with. Well, I'm I'm not saying during the makeup. I just thought during the excuse me, madam part. <laughs> I thought maybe she might ask me like if I was Chinese or Japanese or something, and then we get into a whole thing, and I could show her who I am, dude. This is interesting because I I always try to read the subtext of what is actually happening and i feel that this open relationship you have is really you just wanted to have an asian american studies minor that's really <laughs> what this is about you don't even really want to get oh, yeah, with yeah. chicks you just were like yeah. let's read let's read pacheco and talk about it yeah, 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 uh, yeah i guess yeah. you could give me a hand job too i don't really want that's, that you nailed it you nailed it. i'm holding for asian culture <laughs> not, not women i want asian culture um did did, did, did can i ask you did, did you <laughs> i feel this would be your move as you, you this happens you make out with her. Yeah. You take the train home. You come home and you're just like, Maria, guess what? <laughs> this is awesome. And she's like, very good, Fumi. Good job. <laughs> and, you're, you know, you're like, she's like tussling your hair and you're like eating soup and shit like that. <laughs> good soup. job. I'm like a dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I told her uh, the next day because she was sleeping. 
Um, oh, but yeah, it's it's actually that that part is you know we're still getting used to it because because every time I tell her it sounds like it feels like I'm telling her that I'm cheating on her. Uh, so that part was she upset? Can I? No, know? no, no, no. Okay. I mean, this is the whole point. Right, right. But, but, well, yeah. But like, okay, um, fair. you know, we ask each other a lot of. Qu- she asked me a lot of questions like about what? it. I want to know. Like, you know, how did it happen? Like, what did you guys was she do? Blind? Yes. Was she blind? Yeah. <laughs> did you coerce her? Um, um, yeah, but it's it's cool, man. I mean, the more I do it, the more I get used to it. So, um, have you done more than once? Making out with girls? Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, uh, t- second person. This is crazy. Yeah. Well, and then I, I kissed one. Well, this one person just kissed me after the show, so I told her about that, but that wasn't really anything because she just went, you know. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a little different. Um, I was attacked. I was attacked. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, anyways. Uh, the I, Asian I, wave is real. It's trickled all the way down to Asian, tiny Japanese comedians. comedians. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know it's real, Even dude. you can yeah. get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, right. a, I'm like a proof point. I'm a proof of concept. Well, I want <laughs> <laughs> People use me as a case study. No, you're not proof of concept. You're the outlier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, case, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Well, I think it's cool. Um, you know, I am jealous of new experiences. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Think that's, I think that is sweet. And I think... You know the theme of this of this of this podcast is, is anarchy, mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of things that are shaking out. Yeah, and I think it's good to talk about it. Yes, and uh, so our guest, uh, I'm very excited to have um, this person. This person uses pronouns as as he, she, or they. Okay, and um, a writer, actress, comedian. Uh, a uh, writer for uh, Shrill on Hulu. Oh, Flex. Yeah. Super Flex. Flex. Has appeared uh, in High Maintenance. Flex. Uh, Super Flex. Uh, also created, wrote, and starred in a bunch of her own projects, uh, including the, the web series Hey Yoon, uh, among other things. Help us welcome right now, Hey Yoon Pa! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Hi. Hi, hi, hi! Oh, so my name is spelled a little funny, and I always say it's Hey Yoon, rhymes with hey gay Yon. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Yon. Hey Yon. Hey yeah. I like yeah. that. Okay, fun. That's it's hey one. It's hey not Yon is not your middle name. It's one thing. Yeah, it's because hey because there's a space in between. People often think oh. it, but yeah, hey Yon. Even yeah. more, even more anarchy. Even your name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to go by Tracy for a reason. No, you oh, didn't. Time. Fuck off. You Shut went up. By Tracy? Because the Why? first time I was in America, I was three years old, and my parents said, "Okay, you're going to go to this Jewish preschool, and when oh. they say your name weird, just say." I'm Tracy. <laughs> oh. So I went by Tracy until um, like 10 years ago. Is 10 years and ago. So my government name was always Hayan, but I just, you know, I n- never quite felt comfortable to correct people like, oh, this no, is I how you it. pronounce it. Um, but one day I woke up and I said, oh, I want to, I want to go by my name. Yes. I didn't want Tracy anymore. Also, like yeah. not that difficult. You no, know, it's really like, not. There are harder Asian names yeah, out there. For sure. Yeah, for sure. It's true. Yeah. Um, it's true. This one woman I was on a film set with for a while, after two weeks of hanging out, she was still calling me like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they would make it so much harder. You know? <laughs> it's okay. Just, yeah, yeah, just simple. Yeah. Um, well, uh, sorry for calling you the wrong name. H- no hey, on. worries. And um, I uh, am so glad you're here. We mm-hmm. met... A while ago. A while ago. A while ago. ago yes. um, I had just started doing comedy, and I was like, still doing some like um, freelance writing, and I was uh, contributing to NBC NBC News at the time. Mm-hmm. And I forgot how we. G- I think we connected through Hyphen, which is this other yes. magazine. And I wrote a little piece on there yes. when I was making my first web series called Hey Yan. Right. And that yeah. was me just like out of acting school. Nobody wants to cast me. Um, let's see, there's this guy, Louis C.K., <laughs> who does his own thing. <laughs> it's different times. And like, let me just do that. He's a fat, awkward 
white dude, you know, telling autobiographical stories. Yeah. Let me do that too. And um, yeah, it was that was like a highlight for me to be interviewed by you because NBC, you know, yeah, Asian America. Cool. And um, I remember like exactly which apartment, which spot I was in when I was getting your call. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> 2015. Yeah. So you were doing comedy. I was doing comedy. I had just started. Yeah. It was only, I would only be doing like a couple years at that point. Yeah. And I was still doing this other thing. And um, yeah, we had a nice short talk. We did. It yeah. was a nice little thing that mm. we did. And, but it, it's funny now because like that <laughs> article, like if, I can't remember exactly how it's like it's it's called, but uh, if you, you titled it because um, my I, I was so happy about it then. Yeah. Um, the t- it was titled like, is Hei 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 Park the next Asian American movie? Yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and at the time, <laughs> and, the and time, I remember 2015. I yes, at 2015, that was a great like you know that's a good headline. That's the highest accolade to, you to, can get to walk yeah. into that. And and you know I. You know your um, your web series did take some cues from just as far as like being very real and like yeah. handheld and that sort of thing, mm. like stylistically, and mm. you know obviously trying to get your voice. But now, if you read that, it's like I'm insulting you deeply. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But you know one. Like, the hilarious thing is, um, speaking of masturbation. Oh yeah. And Louis C.K. Yeah. I used yeah. to be obsessed with doing this erotic clown act. Oh, so I would yes. go to like burlesque shows. Yes. And yeah. And the whole thing was about um, this, like young. My my clown name was Ancient Toddler. <laughs> that's what that's your web series name. Yeah, that about was about documentary. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Watch this morning. Yeah, yeah. Because that was like, oh, because um, I'm like like a kid, like a fucked up toddler, but also very wise. And but the act was always me simulating masturbation on stage. Oh well, shit! Uh, uh, like a, a male masturbation technique or like a female? Um, male I masturbation? I wore a big bushy vagina puppet, and then I had I would have like a dild- giant dildo, and just oh, you know, so using it on the vagina puppet, but um, like really vividly <laughs> simulating. <laughs> you had a vagina orgasm. puppet, and you would just fuck the vagina. the vagina puppet. Like I wore it like a thong. Yeah, oh. and then. And, um, but it, but the dildo was not a strap on. No, you just, you no, just dildo, I just had it in my hand. Oh. And I don't know why now. If I think about it, wow, I was so brave, so much brave. Really? That's, now you think so? I mean, I now I, I've kind of lost the urge to do that clown act. But it's funny that I was so obsessed with wanting to masturbate in public oh. <laughs> with the fake <laughs> vagina. So you are Louis C.K. I am Louis C.K. <laughs> Wait, so can I ask you something? Your not mine. So I was watching your web series this morning. I know it's from five years ago. Yeah. But there's a lot of like when you when you shoot in your apartment, there's a lot of Louis C.K. paraphernalia in the backdrop. Yes. I don't know if that was your room or if you did that on purpose, but like clearly you're a big fan. So yes. was I. He is the reason why I started comedy, and I'll, and it's weird because the the joke that got me hooked into comedy was unfortunately a masturbation joke. Right. But it's so fucking funny. Um, it's the one about nine eleven. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that. Oh, one. that's a. Great I think joke. I remember. Yeah, it's just the premise is like you can tell how good somebody is like ethically. Um, by asking them how long it took them to masturbate after 9-11 happened. Uh-huh. And his punchline is, for me, it was between the two towers. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking funny. It between it's tower fucking one hilarious. Yeah, it was yeah. So, yeah. And, um, but now we know the truth. But uh, yeah, yes. I just wanted to like... How do I feel about... Yeah. We just, yeah. And you don't have to, you know, comics no. get weird about it, so you don't have to if you I'm, don't want I'm to. I'm not... I don't, I don't feel the need to get weird about it. I didn't grow up with stand-up comedy, so uh. coming to New York and like he was, Louis C.K. was my portal into comedy and storytelling and at that time like uh, Mark Maron's podcast came yeah. on and so when it all happened, I, it was so funny when the article came out of his 
his uh, behaviors, I had several of my friends text me like, are you okay? (laughs) 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 Um, And yeah, I, he was like my distant um, subconscious mentor to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I still like miss him. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't take myself off of his email list. Oh, I'm still on it. And yeah. you know, when that happened, I really thought this oh, I hope his friends are still sticking by him. Oh. And in my fantasy, I wanted people like Mark Marin like, to still be, because that's okay. Because I try to imagine if one of my homies had something like that happen. Right. That's the time where my homie needs That's when me you the need most. Homies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a great point, man. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I think comedians are kind of not. I don't want to say on his side, but like accessible. I guess if he, you know, I'm sure his friends are there for him. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, there was a there was like a podcast that the New Yorker had published recently, and like a journalist went up to Toronto to see him because he's still touring, but he's, yeah, he's, he's touring, touring in like actively. weird ass cities like Dayton, yeah, yeah. Ohio, and like he's Wheeling, in he's gonna, West Virginia. He's going to Russia. Yeah, he's going yeah, to Russia. Going when I was in Italy, he was in Rome, and I thought about going to see him, but I, um, I wasn't sure if I'd get canceled or not, so I didn't go. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I, I still listen to his stuff, like on Spotify, and you know, it's still, it's, it's weird, man. And um, yeah, I, I think with him, my whole thing is like, I just think that if you know com- stand-up comedians, they're very immature uh, till they die. They're like babies and so emo. And I mean that in the rudest way possible. They're very emo, yeah, right? Really about are. everything. You yeah. say, how are you? You didn't say hi to me at a party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah. A 45 year old would be like, well, you looked yeah. at me weird. And you're like, yes. are you fucking 17? Yes. Like, uh-huh. um, so I think his, his, like, his apology was bad, but it's like- It, it almost was good. It could have been so good. <laughs> I know, but I just think, I don't think we're going to get one better because I don't think he like, I think he's just kind of like, there, I did it. And he's kind of backing away. Yeah. That's that's the way I interpreted the whole situation. I see that. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's fucked up what happened, and hopefully we all learn from it and not do it. But um, yeah, I feel for him. Yeah, I miss him. Yeah. Um, and when Me Too started happening, a part of me was telling myself, "Okay, Heian, you got to be a little more careful too," because I have done things throughout my life where I'm a very touchy person uh-huh. like even with um, girlfriends that I'm friends with yeah, like sure. when I like SJ yeah, who's yeah, yeah. a friend of this show mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I would like when I to show affection I like to like pat people in the butt <laughs> <laughs> well that's yeah you're gonna have to change that I so think it's, it's, but it's a Korean thing too is it really people like Koreans oh, like yes. love to very hit physical. each other when they're, yeah. fr- when they're laughing and oh, like I am, I, I'm also like <laughs> bummed out because I'm a very physical person and i understand like you know like that i feel that we're like losing out on a lot of human interaction on like the good stuff yeah by not touching each other at all at all like i understand like consent absolutely Mm -hmm. but like you know i you know we're we're fucking animals right and animals always touch each other especially mm-hmm. mammals like to just to like get each other's attention mm. you know like in other countries like they do fucking like double kisses on the cheek mm-hmm. to like everybody mm-hmm. and you just like learn a lot about someone by touching them like i always like um now i don't do it anymore but i mm-hmm. used to like touch people by like go- going around their arm and like grabbing them in the arm because like it's regardless a w- of their gender it doesn't matter yeah. i always would grab friends them. or just friends 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 but like if if somebody i like mm-hmm. if i like you and i laugh at your joke 
I'll grab you around the arm because, like, I feel that, like... It's a bit of an interesting spot to grab. I grab people. Kind of where the (laughs) elbow is. Right here. Because, like, it's not sexual, I'd hope. No, no. You know? Mm. But it reinforces that, like, I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I understand, you know? So you're saying you're not grabbing people in the butt anymore. Um, Yeah. In college in Korea, I was in a theater troupe, and... For some reason, during rehearsals, I got into the habit of like pulling the boys' pants down. <laughs> okay, you are on that's a different amazing. no, no, no a different stop. plane. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I love it. This Continue. It's um, Continue. It was I agree. Some, uh, sometimes I wasn't even drunk. And <laughs> In fact, most times. Most <laughs> times. This year, like I, I went back to Korea. It was the year that I was visiting, so I was doing like they. I was participating in the school production. Yeah. So most of them were like. Six to seven years younger than I was, uh, yeah. and the boys are so cute. And it wasn't a sexual thing; it yeah, was. Yeah. I mean, the very, pantsing like, playful, was a thing in the U.S. too. But yeah, the pantsing thing. So I would just like pull these pants down, <laughs> and because in Korea there's that thing of like, oh, older classmate, like you gotta yeah. be respectful. Yeah, like they were being quiet about it, and then like later on, they they had made a group plea, like. Please stop you pulling please her pants. Please stop doing that. <laughs> oh my god! And so when the Me Too started, I like. That came back as a flashback memory. And, yeah, um, yeah. No, I get it. I feel that. If any of those yeah. boys are listening, those <laughs> men are listening right now, I deeply apologize. Yeah, I but, think. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it is important that we, you know, everyone should be more aware. Yeah. of like yeah. the physicality. But I, 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 I hear what you're saying. Like, like especially with Korean culture, there's a lot. Of, like, you know, like younger girls will hit their brothers, quote unquote, you know, their their older male. Uh-huh. Um, um, friends like uh-huh. you know like oh no you know yeah. don't do that older brother ha, 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 yeah and, like, hit each other there's a lot of that going on you yeah. know so um i will say like yes it does seem a little bit right now there's a lot of um carefulness but with this conversation of consent and just being able to communicate our desires to each other in a more honest clear yeah. way i do think like in the next few years it will truly be a a beautiful place where we like don't have to shy away from but also just naturally be respectful to each other yeah so there you go yeah. hey maybe yeah. maybe uh, somebody wants to be pants pants yeah. me Sounds kind of tight, actually. It is a good sign of affection. You only <laughs> do that to somebody <laughs> who you adore. <laughs> I want to read that a letter, chat. by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, we had a discussion with you a few weeks ago about, you know, what you want to talk about on this podcast. And one of the big things you want to talk about was mental health. Yeah. Because I know for a while, because like I would see you for a while and like, mm-hmm. you know, I was, we were kind of like on different paths as far as like, you know, I was writing and then doing stand up and all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. I would, I would like occasionally that like kind of see, see me in an Asian grocery yes, store. Yes, I saw you in an Asian grocery <laughs> store. I was like, <laughs> of course, you know, <laughs> but then I didn't see you for a little while. Mm. And then you, and then, then I started seeing you again and I was like, okay, cool. But uh, you know, you kind of went away for a little bit and you were working through something. I do. Um, I said to my friends between my depression and uh, my weight fluctuation because mm. I go up and down a lot. I wonder if some people think like I get pregnant every year and oh, go shit. away for. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Yana's pregnant again. She's pregnant. She's a little bloated. Oh, she's back. Oh, she's <laughs> on. Um, the irony is like I I don't ever want to have kids. Oh but shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I do tend to do that, and um, right now I'm just obsessed with therapy and talking about mental health so mm, 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 that's why i wanted to take this opportunity well, you had like uh so the so this is like a, a positive uh aftermath of some shit you went through right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You had, maybe you can like kind of walk us through that totally totally so i 
the first time I was in therapy and I was um, taking antidepressants was when I was a teenager. That's early. It's very and, early. And your parents were like, cool with that? Because they, they have to sign off on that shit when you're in well, high school. Well, yeah, well, okay, so this is the part where I feel, I always feel a responsibility to give a trigger warning mm. when we're talking about things about um, You've been warned, suicide, ideations, sure. yeah. yeah. depression. Um, but that was the first time I, I attempted to kill myself. Oh shit! In yeah, high school, in in uh, middle school. Mm. Middle school. Damn. Yeah. This is in America. This was this was in Maryland. In Maryland. Okay. Wait, it was ninth grade, so it is high school, but around that age. Um, so even though my parents like, they they still kind of think of as um, I think of therapy as a taboo yeah, yeah 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 like my mom would even now say to me like you know i know you're in therapy but like don't tell people about oh, it oh well oh, you're yeah, gonna yeah, about yeah. to tell us several <laughs> <thousand> <laughs> yeah, <you> should. <laughs> <laughs> um so that was the first time and i don't know i just always was a very anxious person yeah and um so it wasn't like one specific incident that made you want to do that it was a combination of things but i um grew up with a father who was very abusive mm -hmm. and um we like i would call my mom and my brother and i like trauma buddies like yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. we're survivors together um so there was a lot of that mm. like i used to just my my goal in life used to be like I'm gonna like grow up and revenge my father. Oh shit! Yeah. It sounds like every Korean movie I've seen. Yeah, really. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of that. So yeah. you know, I think now I, I hate using the word PTSD. I used to hate it because like it makes me feel weak. Like yeah, yeah, Stop yeah. dwelling on it. Just get over yourself. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, trauma does a lot of things to you. Yeah. So that was the first time. And then in my 20s, I was back in therapy for a bit, but I never like was in it long enough to actually actually make a change. I was think. that was that because you you know w why was that? Was it like circumstantial you didn't insurance? Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. health yeah. insurance. So yeah. I I've been in New York 13 years, and for the last 12 years, I did not have have health insurance. Oh shit, that's <laughs> so crazy. I Living on the edge. Yeah, so that's why like making stuff and being creative i would use whatever i can like grasp yeah. on to try to take care of myself but, oh. but um last thank thank goodness for the writers guild health insurance shout out to wga shout out um the health insurance started last summer and then during that time i was having another bad bout of depression mm -hmm. and when um it was time I was trying to look up psychiatrists to go to in my insurance network and the soonest available appointment was in three weeks. Oh shit. And then I had a moment of, oh, I don't think I can wait. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And I have amazing support of friends, but I, I really quickly assessed like this is not a place where like a friend can just Right. Sit there's down. only so much yeah. they can do. Boba's right. a yeah. drink of boba's not gonna fix <laughs> yeah. this. You can't yeah, you can't self medicate with yeah. boba. Yeah. Um, and I, I have been a stoner for a while. I've been using, we, I love weed. Yeah, yeah. I smoke a lot of weed. And then, so I called the um, suicide hotline yeah. and I got information and checked myself into a psych ward. So you had to do that because you couldn't wait. And yeah. you were just like, this is wait. kind of like an emergency. Emergency. I kind of like wanted to, I need to get help. And so when I got there, I, I didn't expect to stay a whole week. Yeah. But um, I, for some reason, when I was packing up to go there, because I made a plan for that day, I was going to go to my day job, 
kind of see how That's I was. fucking crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> what, 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 was this like a comedy job or like just No, a, I worked as a thing. personal assistant. Okay, okay. For okay. This Am I crazy? I mean wild, not crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah. But so you, you were like, okay, well, it's a good old yeah. Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got yeah. your bagel. No, it was <laughs> TGIF. It was yeah. good old Friday. Yeah. Friday. I'm going to see because yeah. like, okay, he needs my help. I'm going to do this. And I knew in that. So I usually like get groceries for him and just kind of help him organize his life. And as I was trying to get peanut butter and some other stuff in the grocery store that I've been going to for years. Yeah, yeah. I got lost in that grocery store. Which one was this? This was in the was Upper West, West Side. Was this, was this West Side Market? <laughs> no, not West oh, Side. Oh, because it like, it'd be fun if it was like a deli, so small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just, and it was another moment where, oh, I'm not doing well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but for some reason, when I was packing up that day, um, I packed my sun hat. Yeah. <laughs> my summer big hat. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I checked myself in. You just walked straight from the grocery store? <sighs> Pretty much dropped off the groceries in my oh, okay, boss's good. place <laughs> yeah. and like bye see you, you, let, you let him know i didn't tell him where i was going yeah, but yeah. um and then i went in and it was a pretty complicated process of having to tell several people about how i was feeling and then um yeah and then like around t- one in the morning I, I was on the floor of the psych ward was and yeah is that intake was that scary you know, because I mean, just going to the hospital it in is general. Scary. Yeah, it is scary. But because I was so scared of where I was on my own, sure, it sure, actually sure, felt sure, like sure. a relief. OK, OK. Because at least like, oh, there are people here to protect me. So you go in there and then is it you is there sort of like a process as far as like, OK, there's group and then there's you know, what I'm saying is it like that or is yeah. it a little bit more this observation for a while? It's um. The do- there's many nurses yeah. and there are doctors you get assigned a doctor and a team of doctors actually who meet with you um, nice. every other day yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so i kind of loved being there yeah okay yeah, okay i love it was i um learned how to play dominoes i became very good at it oh you're, you're gambling in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you develop another uh, addiction i cleaned the house okay <laughs> came up five large yeah you walk out looking like adam seller from uncut gems yeah exactly <laughs> oh, i took everything i made that, everything that could have happened yeah um the 65 year old haitian man was teaching me wow but then at the end it got a little problematic because he wanted to marry me oh yeah there you go yeah. <laughs> what's but gonna happen the, yeah. the getting pregnant again <laughs> we're not gonna see her for six months oh yeah. so i um also it was a good opportunity to realize my own privilege because mm. as much as a dire situation i was in when i got in there i realized i was on the more functioning higher functioning right you were aware of, the, of what you were doing yeah and mm. like there were a lot of people there who don't have housing sure. who are struggling with substance abuse and we weren't allowed to leave that floor at all okay and um the, there's no the windows are all kind of um clouded yeah, and yeah. the windows do not open for, yeah, for yeah. obvious reasons and it was like a break that my my brain just needed yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. the only thing i had to make sure was that my cat was fed by my roommates right um and yeah so it was there were moments that was really hard because there's a lot of people there who like hate being in there yeah, they yeah. so there. there were a lot of like you know that kind of drama happening but i was just determined to get better okay yeah. I, I didn't want to because I think I spent a good chunk of years just, you know, 
being very fun, having fun, mm-hmm. enjoying life, but being passively suicidal. Yeah. Just constantly. Just kind of having that in the yeah. background all the time. Yeah. And, you know, making funny jokes about it and like, yeah, this is my darkness where I get my creativity out of right. it. Right. It's God. weird how much comedians kind of, you know, we're such masochists, right? We're mm. such like people who are like, well, I can't be funny unless I'm. I'm also suffering, mm. you know, yeah, we, yeah, that, yeah, especially yeah. with stand up. It's like, yeah. that ends up coming out as like, Oh, you're not, you're not uh, like, you know, burning the candle at both ends doing, you know, 40 mics a week and <sighs> like, you know, doing all these things. And you know, if, if you, you know, we kind of look down on people who are healthy, yeah, <laughs> comfortable life. Mm. Well, we were just talking about how like, that's the, for some reason, that's the comedian way. Yeah. Or the artist way. Mm. But if you get older, like that, that fucks up your body and like mm-hmm. we know comedians who have committed suicide that have died yeah. of several, diabetes several i mean patrice o'neill for example yeah right. it's like the funniest dude ever alive and then he died of you know i think some heart problems because he just yeah, ate too much right I right mean, we know we ju- it's like on you know i have my little network of comedy people i know and like there's like three or four comics yeah one who passed away recently um who and it's just like wow these is this the i love this crowd guy yes 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 mr uh, jokes yeah, yes. Mr. Jokes. yes. Yeah. i've been seeing all yeah. the we don't know i didn't we know, don't know i don't know him very died. well i didn't yeah. know him very well yeah. but but he was clearly a beloved beloved yes yeah comedian. and yeah. and it's just something where this there's a there's this it's 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 not normal for you know sure the, the comedy scene in new york is big but it's not that big you know mm. and for this many deaths to happen mm. from all sorts of different things whether it's like health issues yeah. or suicide or um you know substance abuse it's like this is not this is like a a serious problem that if mm. it was happening in another community you know like of whoever you'd be like whoa there's something going on yeah here. you're right if a bunch of like it happens Weather a lot. men started killing themselves yes. or something. Yeah, you know, what's people going would be like, on? right, what the fuck is yeah. happening? If like and four happened in a row, they'd be like, something is happening. Something's yeah. happening. But and for w- comedy and art, it doesn't. Yeah, New York, com- com- especially again, New York comedy. Yeah. I, you know, I have all sorts of other friends, and this is not like a thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah, here yeah. it's like, oh, another one, you know, that's we a just good lost point, another man. one, you know? So anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I love comedy and stories that are laced with pain right. and but i also love being a fan to comedians who don't seem to have their narratives too laced with pain right like there are people who are not mean at all and just you know have had you know stable lives and still be able to find observe yeah. the comedy in life but um yeah i got to a point of like i don't care if i don't ever make anything creative again i just you were just i don't on. this is that's not good, yeah. Yeah, but that's I very big of you to admit it really is especially right especially for someone who it seemed like for a long time uh creativity was the only way you were able to take care of yourself for yeah. you to back up and be like fuck that mm-hmm. like i just want to like be able to live just want to get better yeah. so i got started on medication and medication and like antidepressants can be controversial but like for me it was like yeah oh it went from like being go- being deaf to mm-hmm. like i can hear yeah okay so and you know i'm s- it's still i went through some time of like you know finding the finding the right combination of medication and right now i'm in therapy once a week sometimes twice a mm-hmm. week mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. in addition to that group therapy oh okay which Whoa. i'm really loving yeah i want to end on this yes you were talking about relationships of anarchy. Yeah, you have we this here, concept right? that you were that you brought up, and I'd never heard it before. Yeah, and y- it's uh, you call it relationship anarchy. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is what is that? So, I I learned about this word I think in the book, 
the ethical slut. Because mm. as like poly- <laughs> my favorite type of sluts, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so so ethical, so, so ethical. Many ethical. Yeah. They're sluts, but they're recycling. Yeah. <laughs> there's also very non-ethical monogamous people too. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. 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 Unethical true. monogamous. Yeah. Um, so define it for us, and then yeah. let it, tell us yeah, what you think is. about. Um, the thing we were talking about at the beginning oh, of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I have some questions to you. For okay, you okay. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, Can oh. I start with that question first? Sure. How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when you, so you said when you come back from a date and you share details with your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, is that? Did you guys agree upon that? That you're going to be completely transparent? Yes. Okay. That's the point of this uh-huh. for yes. us. For well, us. Well, some people do it differently too. Some people yes. choose yeah. to. Well, like, I know that that's how people want to do it uh-huh. but the way i saw it is if i'm not gonna tell you then that is me cheating on you yeah huh. because what yeah. is the point of being open if you're not ready if you can't handle mm. that weight of mm-hmm. your partner saying like hey i did this then wh- i don't know to me at least mm-hmm. it's like what's the difference between that and just being in a monogamous relationship where mm-hmm. one of them is cheating on you. Yeah. Because then even, if, you know, Gina could be cheating on you. You never know. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So it's wow, like, what is, what, <laughs> I'm just saying like <laughs> any, any monogamous relationship, there's always the thing like, I guess she could be cheating on me or he could be cheating on me. Now, so how, I don't want that. How do you deal with um, feelings like jealousy? Yeah. When you hear Has she made out with some other dudes? She has not. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe when she comes up, comes back yeah. from Bulgaria, she might have some news for me. Hot you know? Bulgarian. But I, but I think I just. But you know, jealousy can be dealt with in a pretty radical way too, where you mm. just express. Yeah. Also, have oh. you heard of compersion? Oh, I love that word because that's my jam. Is that yeah. Like another so kind so of she has singing? that. No. What so is that? What is compersion? Compersion is the opposite of jealousy. So it's like, it's like if Gina said, "Hey, I hooked up with a guy," that turns you on. Yes. Bec- oh. because the fact that because you other, love other that person you love so that person much. and the fact that like other people desire your woman that's hot it's hot and it like it's not just in a sexual way but like it fulfills you it gives you good it gives feelings. you joy whoa yeah because yeah. one thing that, that i love i um i came out as queer like a few years ago in my early 30s and as i was going through it that transition period my favorite thing to do was to like hang out hook up with guys and constantly ask about their other sexual experiences with women and then i realized and even now as i'm dating and navigating myself in this crazy dating world i um i when i really like somebody i want to share like go out there and get Desired and oh. like hit on and yeah. I, I guess I see that. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna try to look that up on Pornhub Com- next time. Conversion. <laughs> 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 I'm actually really curious if there's anything on there. That's so funny. Okay, so he walks in and it's like, "What? Are you fucking my husband?" I like that. <laughs> 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 I oh my god! Are you are you getting banged by two dudes? <laughs> share the love <laughs> so relationship anarchy is it's uh has a common common ground with polyamory but mm. it's just and i don't this is just my very um superficial knowledge of it but it's like no rules but that doesn't mean like unethical and just slutty and stds it means mm. whoever you have a connection relationship with you make up your own rules. yes yes and i love that and I, love, I that. love that. Yeah, yeah. That's why, like, I often, <laughs> um, I make jokes about it, but like, I often like wanna be sexual with a, f- a platonic friend, oh. and my friends would be like, "Honey, no, that's th- you don't do that with friends." But I've been pitching this idea for a party pitching <laughs> you have a to deck. my friends. <laughs> I 
want to have a genital a showing yeah. party. A what? With oh. my friends. I want to have a genital showing party. Okay. Because when I care about, when I, and only with like homies, close homies, I see like my friend's eyes, I see how their hair looks like. And I, when I love somebody, I want to know, I'm so curious, I want to know what their genitals look like. <laughs> yeah, me, and me too. <laughs> some of the closest people, I don't know what their genitals look like. Unless that is kind of interesting because that is kind of the fun of when you go to a bathhouse. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. what my, my homie's dick looks like. And yeah. Like, Word. Just strange. And it's not even a size thing. It's just no, like, no. oh, sometimes it's so different. Yeah, it's like. And then you learn color? the diversity. Yeah. The wide spectrum of diversity and vaginas. Yeah. And, and actually, for, for me, though, it's not really a sexual. It, but it is something it's where you're sexual. like. It's not sexual. You're like, you know, like, dude, you know, hey, now we're like real homies. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've seen my dick. Yeah. So yeah. my fantasy is we have a tea party. I really <laughs> wanted to do this for my birthday lot, yeah, this year, but I'll, nobody, I'll, bring, I'll bring the tea. I'll bring nobody the tea. Actually, actually SJ said she'd be game for it. I'm trying to imagine like this e-bite, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's so deceiving. Where like it's you, get, tea, you get an email <laughs> and then like you click on it and the envelope opens up <laughs> yeah, 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 and the envelope is like two penises pop out yeah. and or and, and the clitoris <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you've been invited to yeah, tea yeah, and crumpets and also so everybody has their shirts on. Yeah. No underwear. Oh, and then I'm gonna provide everyone with a tutu or a long skirt. We sit <laughs> we sit on the floor in a circle. We have tea, maybe there's some snacks in the middle. Oh, and I like then snacks. we take turns yeah. flipping the skirt up for like maybe a good minute. So it's just <laughs> That's a long time. <laughs> a minute? That is yeah. so long. Yeah, yeah okay. Because I'd rather just have everybody like with permission to stare at each other's genitals crotch without like kind of like trying you to go catch on one, a look. You, you go on one at a time in this imagination? One at a time. Okay. Mm. And it's nothing like has to show. be spread open or anything, but just a a showing of sorts. And this, I, I, as I am saying this, I do understand why my friends don't want to do it. <laughs> but I still want to do it. SJ's into it. SJ yeah. said... I think she'd be into a lingerie party. So a that is so would be, different. It's different. I'm into that idea. Really? If the you, lingerie party. The lingerie party. That, yeah, I feel that, that, that energy <laughs> is completely like that. A that's lingerie so party. Different. That is like a Hugh Hefner thing. Yeah, yeah, I that's like so. it's like Look, sexy. This other one is like a ex, like a human experiment. It is right? a human. I yeah. almost experiment. feel like yeah, like uh, <laughs> like. Like you know, like there should be like a small spotlight, and then like when it when the reveal happens, like a, someone hits a small gong, yeah, and, and then we snap. <laughs> I mean, I think I think I will be playing my drum, and then sing, singing, sing, and singing, singing. Listen, See, yo, sing. If there sing, are sing, any hey, anals out there who want to become friends with me, <laughs> to participate in this genital party, <laughs> you gotta make I a little jingle for that. Hey, on boss. <laughs> What's up, straight people? <laughs> <laughs> and by straight people, I mean people who are bad at self-care. Really straight guys. Oh, so Straight bad. guys. Let's face it. We so suck, bad. guys. We're, our, we, our, our, our skincare game is off. It's just... Our personal care game yeah, is off. Most people, most straight dudes, it's just lukewarm water. I know. That's our, fa that's but, our facial. But the reason why we're so bad at like skincare and stuff and, and smelling good is because we, we're so confused. We go into Sephora. I don't know what's going on. I don't on. know what's going on. I don't on. know what's I going on. I in the corner and I cry. And that, But that's why here at Asian Not Asian, we use Hawthorne. Okay, Hawthorne, Hawthorne is this new service slash company where the, you, you go online, you take a quick survey, it takes two minutes, you indicate your preferences. It's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. And they send you like uh, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, oh, lotion, yeah. face wash, face lotion, and cologne. Like two the, kinds of cologne. 
clothes. Two kinds of clothes. Work and, and play. For play. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? What do you do when you play? I don't know. I don't have a life. That'd be so, funny. Um, yeah. We just like spray and we just go jerk off in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you spray it. You spray it and you're like, I'm ready to play. And you just go bomb on stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst commercial for all. This, this is great. Um, but really, if if you're like you know, if you're if you're very overwhelmed by like the personal care or skincare industry, but you want to do better, check out Hawthorne, man. Check out Hawthorne at hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E, and use promo code Not Asian to get ten percent off your first purchase. That's hawthorne.co. H a w t h o r n e dot co, and use promo code Not Asian to get ten percent off your purchase. Hawthorne.co. Check it out. And uh, we're uh, back with everyone's favorite segment. It is, is Das, das Race, Race News. News. Woo. Woo. Um, so this this is a this is an interesting article, and um, it was from the Atlantic, and it goes how high maintenance creates ethical tension. Okay. And the the kind of sort of. Um, uh, crux of this article is that you know high, the 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 article says that high maintenance mm-hmm. kind of creates this fantasy almost of NYC being a bunch of different kind of tribes and there's like all this interaction between tribes and this you know usually because of weed obviously and like money passing back and forth and they give an example of how like you know uh, some money that uh, is ultimately used to uh, to buy weed like kind of mm. circulates amongst all these different kinds of tribes and i would agree that new york city does feel very tribal like it you know when uh, unlike almost anywhere else in america you know there, you feel there's different kinds of people yeah. running around we're all and, clumped in together and we're all here. like compressed physically compressed together yeah. mm-hmm. like all together um but the article kind of continues and says that like oh well it's a little bit of a fantasy because in reality a lot of these there you know there's you know the tribes are not equal in power Mm -hmm. there's actually not a lot of interaction there's a really interesting uh little segment here um little paragraph that the i'll just read it the stereotypical hype maintenance viewer spends his or her evening shut away from neighbors while binging on depictions of a city that quote unquote forces you to become a better version of yourself the one where strangers come together and connect and i was thinking about that because it is not easy to connect with strangers And, and in general new yorkers don't connect with each other I would say on a regular basis, we're very. That's why we have a, a, a like a stereotype of being very gruff because like we're trying mm-hmm. to protect ourselves from mm-hmm. like different. Like yeah. we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I feel this is. Uh, I understand where this person's coming from. As like this is a little bit of a fantasy. You've been here for a while. You've been on the show. What do you think about like what this article saying? You know, I think that intermingling of different people in the city and those beautiful um, connections, I think for some people it can seem like a far-fetched fantasy, but mm. to some not. Like, mm. I, I I, like to, maybe it is my social anxiety that makes me venture out <laughs> a little more in that way. Like, I like to make small connections. I think there was a New York Times article about this weak link connection. So, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, your homies and coworkers friends, they're main connections, but you know, the guy at the bodega, yeah. the mm. barista or, you know, the pigeon the pigeon guy in the park that you say hi to, like how much those connections matter to one's well-being. Um, so I 
I have had a lot of those experiences, mm. so it doesn't seem that far fetched to me. And making a TV show is about like creating the utopia one wants to live in. Oh, sure. So I yeah. actually think I took a lot of cue from storylines in that show. Interesting. Where I got inspired to go up to somebody and say hello. Mm. Like um, I live on the second floor of a building. And I just d- have not said hello to the first floor neighbors for a year. And then recently, like I was smoking outside and we met eyes. So I said, hey, hi. And I got his number. Um, I texted him. He didn't write me back. But now I have his <laughs> number just in case Invited I Invited him to, to the gender <laughs> reveal party. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Invite on the way. Invite, <laughs> Invite on the way. Yeah. Um, you know, I understand. I, 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 I do like the idea of it being a fantasy and, and like kind of like prompting you to engage but there's so many times where i'm just like you know there there's like there's these people and they're never going to interact with these other people they're just going to order seamless and i order seamless Mm -hmm. and then like just be behind our little wall and like you know i walk through brooklyn and i see where do you live i live in bedstuy and you know i'm part of the thing you know and i see like there's there's like there's there are people mixing but there's there's still like an invisible barrier between so many people yeah now in the recent months or years can you think of a a banter that you had with somebody unexpectedly or i feel that but like a bench you've had with somebody across these like stratospheres you're talking about yeah yeah yeah. i don't i don't negative or positive like if you talk to somebody at a bar that looks like me that's not. That, that doesn't really yeah. count. Cause yeah. It's like you guys are both like because there's a, there's a layer of there's an element of gentrification in this article, yes. right? It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. this world that we've created that we think New York is. But like I was saying to him earlier, my next door neighbor is like a real Brooklyn person. He's been there for forever. He's gone to jail. He lives with his grandma. They're always shouting, smoking weed, like mm-hmm. screaming with his girlfriend in the hallway. Mm-hmm. They their rent is five hundred dollars because they haven't Sweet. moved and they haven't <laughs> renovated the place. And I don't really talk to him. And it's like it's like what the what the paragraph said earlier. It's like I ignore him and I watch my little Netflix and I'm like, this is New York. Mm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. really that's New York. Mm. And I'm not really interacting with that guy, you know. Mm. Do so you have I, the desire to? Um I mean I guess I have interacted with him because one time he uh came over not he didn't come in but he knocked on my door and asked if because he doesn't, he doesn't have the keys to his apartment Aww. so he asked if he could climb through the fire escape. That happens. Really? <laughs> and I said no. Oh. I said I said I'll give you the number for the super. I was like, because because right. I was well, like you, he might fall or something. I don't know. Like I don't know this guy. Uh-huh. You know. So I said no. I was like, I'll give you the number to the super. He there can let you in. There is a big fear factor in yeah. being approached by these people or vice versa. I I do think mm. that I mean one of some of the best times is when everyone on the subway for whatever reason unites together for something. Oh Sometimes yeah, 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 it's yeah, because yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. is being a jerk, and everybody's like, and he gets off or something, and he gets off, yeah. or like everybody turns on him, yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah, it's like, yeah, yo, yeah, fuck yeah, you, yeah. we're all trying to like just get home, yeah, uh-huh. you know, and like the vast majority of New Yorkers are, we're just trying to get home, yeah, you know, and or sometimes like. But maybe like yeah. try hanging out a little bit like yeah. on the stoop or, um, I love seeing guys like just like old dudes in the summer like bring out their little camp chairs yeah. just on the sidewalk I mean that's a pretty awesome New York yeah yeah. Whole yeah. Thing. yeah yeah I think that's sweet um, yeah I think if anything the closest is comedy like in mm. forces me into inter- interaction mm. with a lot of people I would never talk to you mean um, other comedians other or comedians. the audience other comedians okay. both 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 yeah. but especially yeah. other comedians because like you know there's like all you know especially with stand up because there's no real barrier to entry you yeah. can just like anyone can can come to it mm-hmm. so like, you know you get a lot of like racial diversity and like uh, people who are literally struggling to 
one percenters who are also doing open mic. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You There's know, so you're just like all together, and sometimes you're all on the show together, which is like kind of cool. And sometimes you're sitting there like trapped in a conversation with them for a long time, and yeah. that's yeah. kind of cool. Uh, but it's I always think about it, I'm like I would never talk to anyone like this uh-huh. except for this show that we're on you know right. yeah. yeah that's that's beautiful too on its it own is. that it community is. that's it being is. nurtured but i do recommend okay the next time you guys are in washington square park do you oh. know um paul and larry the pigeon guys there's no way we would know him <laughs> what why would no. we i talk became to him? i do just kind of pages? became a fan for them oh, okay. fans of the fan of them um several years ago um he loves pigeons okay I, <laughs> Okay. Keep going. He loves pigeons. He, loves he feeds. He loves them so much. There's a. I've seen a photo of video of him putting a pigeon's face in his mouth. Whoa! So out of love. Out of love. So just, just walk by. Maybe say hello. There okay. needs to be a high maintenance pigeon episode. You know, oh, we should write that. That would be tight. Get on there. Maybe get on it. I think that'd be cool. If we meet them, should we just be like, "Hey, young sentence here"? Yeah. <laughs> they won't know my name, but just like, yeah. <laughs> Is you know. that a pigeon? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that and pigeon. Oh, she's right here. Hey, <laughs> Well, if you're in New York City, Anals, be sure to check out Larry and, uh, what's his name? Larry and, uh, Larry the Pigeon Guy and, wait, well, who's the other guy? Doesn't matter. He'll Doesn't be next matter. to Larry. There's an older man. <laughs> Washington <laughs> Square. Take yeah. a picture with him. I love it. Love it. Uh, okay. So this other one is, um, the, ti- the title is, uh, a Korean American stand-up comic walks into a bar in Korea. Mm-hmm. Hilarity ensues, or so he hopes. And this comes from the LA Times. And this is about Danny, Danny Cho. Cho. Danny Cho. So Danny Cho is an LA comic, and I I don't know him. I have never met him, mm-hmm. but uh, I've heard, I've seen his stuff. And he was in a movie called K Town Cowboys, which I think you can watch on YouTube. It's a web series on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. He's one of the creators. I yeah, think. I think it's also a movie. Oh, they did make it into. A I movie. think they made it a movie. Right. You can watch on Amazon. Okay. And um, uh, so he's you know he he's like a writer and, and stand up, and he went back to Korea for a little bit. Okay, and he was doing stand up out there in Korean, mm-hmm. and you know it kind of uh, you know traces this whole thing. And I thought it was um, really interesting, just because in Korea, and I've performed at this club. Uh, it, there's That's only so one. Cool. <laughs> there's, yeah. It's in Seoul, and uh, it was cool. And um, it's stand up is like a very new art form there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So when you we went out there, there wasn't like that was not there's not a such a thing. Korean comedy is mostly like sketch, slapstick, Slapsticky. satirical stuff, and like so many like reality shows of people just sitting around eating and cooking yeah, yeah, type yeah, of yeah. comedy. Yeah. So this is pretty new. Yeah. And um, I read the article. I was really inspired. Cause yeah. And even though I'm not a stand-up comedian, I'm planning to move back to Korea next year. Oh, really? I'm going to try living out there for a year or two. It's, it's mostly to help my parents. Like okay. My dad's sick and my mom needs help taking care of him. But I want to like go see his shows and maybe try it. Yeah, try yeah. stand up. Would you do it in Korean? I would do it in Korean. Yeah. yeah. And the really inspiring thing about this guy Danny is, it, Korean is his second language. Yes, yes. So yes. like he would like bring in a mixture of English and yeah. broken Korean, but it's really funny, like simple observational stuff. I think it's interesting that uh, that it translates over because I, you know, so much of stand up is. <laughs> rhythm and like when the yeah. where the punchline is and like how you word something like that's really really important like mm-hmm. you know there you change one word in a in a joke and all of a sudden it will fall apart so i think it's it's cool that he was able to use those skills and, he, and they, they talk about it in the article where he like was listening to other korean comics who are like pretty new 
and he was trying he's to like ex- mentoring them yeah too. he was like trying to explain like why you want to do it this way Mm-mm. and then the reason why he went up on stage is because well i got to show these guys how to do it even though i don't really speak like super good korean mm. but then like it's obviously trying to like you know his uh his technique crosses over even if his lang- if there is a language barrier and he's gotten better at, at doing korean so mm. i think it's interesting about you know hey you, you know korea's having a moment you know we got all sorts Korea of stuff. I, I, I sometimes wonder. After the Oscars, I thought, I wonder what the astrology chart is for Korea right the now. The whole country? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whoa. This Rising is like Pisces. Good- <laughs> I have no idea. Right? Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, that article made me want to like, yeah, fuck, like get a little braver and try shit. Yeah. You ever done stand-up here? I have. I Well, one summer... I couldn't afford therapy, so I got really hooked on going to open mics. This was like 2013, 14. Okay. So like Otis, I went to a few like places, um, and I liked it, but I I didn't. Do you remember where? Did you go to the creek? It's free there. I've been to the creek. What's that like tiki bar? Oh yeah, oh autos, autos, yeah. So like shit in there. Yeah, it smelled crazy. Oh god, Dude, that would not help your mental health. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. I mean, I used to do that mic all the time. So for people who don't know, it's called Otto's Shrunken Head, and it's yes. a tiki bar, <laughs> and it opens at like three. 3 or 4 p.m. And there's people in there It's still already. going on, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, it's Jimmy Peoples is the guy Jimmy now. Peoples is right. So, yeah. like, and there's a, so there's, like, a bar area in the front, and there's a bar area, like, a, not a bar, but, like, a, I don't know, performance space, space yeah. in the back. And they have, like, really, like, hardcore, like, punk music there also. And it smells terrible in there. And it always smells terrible in there. And, um... There's like barflies who are there all the yeah. time who are just like hanging out and you're just like wondering what's going on with these people. And then there's like all these I mean it's three fucking PM. So like all yeah. these open micers are like either they don't have jobs or they <laughs> have some sort of weird job where they're just like hanging out. Yeah. And it's you know, in the back it's there's no windows. You're sitting back there. Everybody in general, not everybody, but a lot of people are terrible at comedy <laughs> who are yeah. there. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I could see it. I mean, I, I remember being there and going and just thinking like, I need to um, not be here. I need to like get, <laughs> I need to either get good enough where I'm not here anymore or get a job or something because I'm like, <laughs> this is not good. But yeah. I mean, you know, I'm glad that you went there, you yeah. know? Yeah. And like, I, the thing is though, like I want to go to more shows, but the, I don't like the spaces. Like, I I don't know. Yes. Oh, yeah. I that struggle mean, with I it. I want to go see comedians. Yeah. Clubs suck. Yeah. You clubs, should, I mean, you, but you can go to a lot of alternative shows. Indie yeah. shows are cool. Depends. Yeah. You can go to our show. Our show's right here. here. I, I'm going to come to your next show. Oh, it's yeah, here, right? It's right here. Yeah. Yeah, I've become a I've become a fan of yours. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're it's, a fan it's, of you guys. You know, you. it's Love is Blind. and, and you, Have you seen that on Netflix? Not yet, no. but I will okay. soon. Okay. You, you yeah. guys should talk about it. But, you know, like there's something intimate about like getting to know somebody through the voice. And yes. I usually yeah. listen just to the podcast. So, um, well, yeah. you're not going to see my dick. So <laughs> just stop asking. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, you, uh, well, special thanks to our guest, Heyon Park. Yes, thank you for coming on. Thanks for um, having me. Where can our fans find you? I. You have um, anything to plug or anything, too? Yeah. Sure. I, I'm on. I'm at Heyon Boss on Instagram. I have to get to um, building my website back up again because it got expired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, a Squarespace. But yeah. I want to shout out my friend Young again. His new album is coming out Sick. middle of April. So check that out. 
And um, there's a play called Endlings at the New York Theater Workshop by Celine Song. Awesome. She's a, a Korean-Canadian playwright who wrote a play about these old um, deep diving women oh, cool. in on this island in Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really great. Check it out. I think it runs through end of March. Uh, okay, so check that out, uh, and then otherwise check us out uh, on Instagram at Asian Not Asian Pod. That's right, and you can also find me on there at the Fumiabe. That's C H E F U M I A B E. You find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. Please come to our next Hack City show. That's going to be March six eighteen. Eighteen, and then the next live podcast recording is March twenty six eight p.m. Go to Asian Not Asian Pod dot com for tickets, and then the Hack City in April is going to be uh, April fifteenth. And um, hope. We hope that the coronavirus is <laughs> under control yeah. in a couple months. <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, hope you're still we'll alive. Be, we'll be out in California. Um, I'll be out there uh, doing some shows in May, and then we're going to be doing a live show in Southern California, uh, in, in Los Angeles. June. In June. Yes. So uh, stay tuned for that. Yes. And uh, special get, uh, thanks again for, to Heyon for doing yeah. this. Thank this you. is amazing. Yes, and Anos, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, and we're back with our Patreon shout-out segment. Uh, again, if you don't know what we're talking about, please visit Asian not, uh, sorry, patreon.com slash asiannotasianpod and give us your money. And in exchange, we give you bonus episodes. We slide into your DMs and... We uh, uh, guess your name by your... Uh, we guess your ethnicity by your name, which is right. what we're about to do. Here we go. First Patreon person, Miki Kawasaki. That's Japanese. So well. Japanese. The most oh, Japanese my God. That is like life. an anime character. Go. Yes. Yang Zhao. The most Chinese name so in my life. So Chinese. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This one is more Chinese. <laughs> I, I didn't think you could top Yang Zhao. Jang Jang. Dave, that's, yo, that's a panda. <laughs> yo, a panda straight up wow. donated to our Patreon. Oh well, God. thank you very much. I hear that your breed is doing much better. <laughs> and finally, this is your childhood friend, this Rui Kuroiwa. Wow, man, yeah. Rui, man. So what happened? How did he find out about us? He was looking at porn, I think. Okay, and because uh, he, <laughs> he 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 messaged me and he's like, "Hey, man, I, I came across. I'm a big fan. I was he he was a big fan of the the David uh, Asa podcast. Oh, that's right. And okay. then uh, I think he saw a picture of us, us on with, the with, with Asa. Oh, but that was a long time ago. That was a while ago. So I'm not sure. So like, uh, but you know, I I he he messaged you recently. Recently, <gasps> like you know, like. Two weeks ago, he was just going through the Asa Kira archives. As he, was, you do. he was jerking it, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, "Wait a minute, I know that guy." <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, dude, he and I used to play Famicom. We Damn, used to be dude. So he's still shit. living here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like a uh, mayor. He's like living in California, living the dream. I, I, I was, I was scoping, scoping out his, uh, his, his uh, fucking Instagram. He's. He's got a beard, you know? Oh, wow. He's doing his thing. Rui, Rui man, God you damn. and I, baby. Well, now he can give you 10 bucks. So that's pretty good. That's awesome. Oh, we got we to gotta sign to his DMs now. Oh, we do. We'll I'll do. say hi to him. Okay. It'll be great. Well, thank you, Rui. And uh, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, please visit Asian, uh, patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian Pod. This episode of Asian Not Asian is presented in partnership with Listening Party. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market.